Go get your pizza. Jesus Christ. Hey, yeah, clock's ticking, pizza boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, shit. Oh, we forgot. We forgot. Only Bayos is allowed to make jokes. Funny guy. No. No, that's not it at all. I want you guys to be funny. You guys just need to f***ing learn it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish more than anything that you guys were funny. (laughs) Damn, so much salt. Just not in the bag. Damn, you get the bag and fumble it, then I get the bag and flip it and fumble it. (laughs) And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. Boga! Boga! With Ad Walsh Disney. Dynamite drop-in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. And the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bales. Uh, I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. A bunch of a-holes. Welcome back in the second one of 2020, the first one of 2020 with all three of us. Bales is already losing his his mind over there. Yeah, let's go. It's going to be a great episode. This is Bold Nonsense. This is episode 97. Oh, one year older than my grandpa before he passed. God damn, that's bad. R.I.P. Uh, the red light is on. Red light means stop thinking. Get a little senseless with us. It's 1-10-2020. It's January 10th, 2020. Oh, shit. Uh, that's at St. Bales. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Pull it together, yeah. guy. Pull it together. If this was a plane takeoff, we would literally have gotten like 15 feet in the air and then crashed oh. right back down. Boom. I'm going to get the planes and random thoughts, but let's hold off. Okay, okay, okay. You heard him. That was at Still Smooth interjecting. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thank you, at Watch Disney. Uh, I'm at Still Smooth, and I, again, have one job. On I have two jobs on this podcast. One of them is to bring you in on this date. And let me ask you to this. Uh, did you know, on this date, back in 1982, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Dallas Cowboys 28-27 to in the NFC Championship? Mm. This game was mm. also known as the catch game mm. where, where Dwight Clark made the fingertip catch for a touchdown from Joe Montana with 58 seconds left remaining in the game. 
that year, San Francisco went on to win the Super Bowl. That sounds like a hell of a game. I actually just voted that as one of the top eight moments in NFL history on NFL.com. No ads. Was that a part of the NFL 100 kind of thing? Yeah. Nice. Did you also do a BuzzFeed quiz of what top ramen flavor you are? No. Okay. Just wanted to check. Didn't know but that I, you were. But I did did think about it, and I did realize I'm at Walt Disney Happiest. Yeah, time. you are. You yeah. took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. Thank oh. you. Oh. All right. Unless you got any smart ass things to say, Bales, let's go to random thoughts. I'll take that as a no. I need to get it together. No, I have one. Are we still on? Yeah. Let me hold on. Oh. Don't worry. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do. Flip out, man. No, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? Now we're back on. Okay, so let me take a, hold on. Mm. Cheers. So good. Mm. Um... Let me ask you this. Walsh, I know you've only been on like two flights in your life. That's still smooth. Have you ever been on a flight where there has been a passenger that lingered within the aisleway for a majority of the flight? Yeah. And uh, not to stereotype, but it's usually a larger uh, white Caucasian male, older Caucasian male. They like to stretch their they like to stretch their legs and just stand in the aisle. I've, so, I've so you were right on the Caucasian part, but it was a female. Mm, okay. This woman was nuts. When I went from Portland to Phoenix, this woman was off her seat. She got a window seat first off. She gets on the plane loud as hell. Probably had had a few cocktails. And then she asks a couple who was maybe, they maybe escaped a care home. They were about 85, 86. And she asked them if they could split up. So her boyfriend, who was in his 30s just like her, could sit with her. That's a bold move. That was some bold nonsense. But anyway, um... This woman, after takeoff, maybe within three minutes, right when we started, got off the the incline and just started getting more flat, gets out of her seat and is literally kneeling down and like either kneeling down in the aisleway next to her boyfriend just chatting or she was in the seat in front of him like sitting on it like the back like a child would looking back at you. For more than 50% of the flight. You can't do that. That is awkward. She was was asked to go back to her seat at least four times. I think she went back three of the four. Uh, But have you ever got, like, it, it is not a stereotype thing, but have you ever gotten uncomfortable on a flight like that before? No. I was very uncomfortable the entire time. I watched her the entire time like a hawk. Who's the creepy one? That's my question. Well, good point. Who is? The weirdo or the weirdo watching the weirdo? No, there were about 40 of us that were uncomfortable because she was three 
three rows back of me, and her boyfriend was three rows ahead of me. That so there was a gang of 40 of us yeah. that were just fed up with it. And, it's uh, just unacceptable uh, behavior. Well, that that's why you have air marshals. <clears throat> Yeah, you, know, see, you know about those, Walsh? I know about it. Oh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Walsh, so, you know what an air marshal is? Air marshals, they're, they're Tommy basically... Tommy Lee Jones? Like, they're yes. basically like yes. police officers that all they do is fly on on airplanes. And they, they're undercover as like a like a, uh, a pedestrian. passenger, a pe- pedestrian. But they like are literally the police officer of the plane. So if there's anything unruly or anything, like they get up. Have you ever seen uh, Anger Management with uh, Adam Sandler? Uh, a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. In that movie, Adam Sandler gets tasered by an air marshal. Deep cut. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. You ever I, just, I just watched that. You ever seen the movie U.S. Marshals with Tommy Lee Jones? Mm. <laughs> Can't say I have. I, I'd, put that on, I'd put that on your K. <laughs> really good. On your what? <laughs> on your K. My Q? No, your K. Oh, is it your Q? Dude, it's not Spanish. <laughs> no, that is that's got to be a drop. That's got no, that's no, no, got to no. be a no. drop. It's your K. <laughs> it's your Q. <laughs> it's your Q. I was like, "Wait, what the heck? I think he's saying I think he means Q. Okay. Why is he saying K?" <laughs> he has been taking his Spanish classes, man. I have been. I actually got I I have class later tonight actually. So I got to I got to do a lesson later. You have something to say in Spanish for us? Um, Where's the library? Uh, Donde es biblioteca? Donde esta? Well done. Well done. Oh. Very good. Yeah. Um, my random thought is actually it's a new thing. It's not going to be an every week thing. It's just occasional. When it comes up, it comes up. I want to give a loser and winner of the week. And this is for one story. After the Vikings beat the Saints uh, in their playoff game, which we will get to later, a reporter came up to Kyle Rudolph and asked if he could have his game-worn gloves for a charity event. So Kyle Rudolph gives them to him. Of course, you can have them. Uh, And then he later sees those gloves being sold on eBay. Puts it out there to the the world. So loser goes to the tool that's selling Kyle Rudolph's gloves after saying they were for charity. Um, that's, that's That's a POS move. Winner of the week goes to, his name's Jason King. He is a big-time Minnesota Vikings fan. He actually bought those gloves on eBay before he knew that they were supposed to go to charity. Once he found out, he said that if he gets the gloves, because they're not sure the guy's actually going to give the gloves because it's become a thing now, if he gets the gloves, he's going to donate them to a, a charity of Kyle Rudolph's choice. And if he doesn't, the money that was supposed to, that bought those gloves, he's going to get that money back and then donate that to uh, ev- to the same thing. Either the Children's Hospital in Minnesota or to Kyle Rudolph's charity, whichever he wants. Good. Like, oh, yeah. As it should be. So winner, Jason <laughs> King, loser, whoever you are trying to sell and, and scamming people out of charity. Let me ask you this. If you're if you're a Minnesota Vikings reporter, what an idiot! 
how do you expect to be able to go back into that locker room again and face those guys? You know, like, oh my god, what do you think you're gonna do? Yeah, you make three hundred bucks. Like what? And so, dude, that's just low. That's just like low. So Kyle Rudolph said that he it's not somebody who regularly works with the team. He doesn't. Oh. He didn't recognize them. Whoever what they a, were. What a. Yeah, so it's not a regular Vikings reporter. It's like he didn't know who they were, but he was just like trying to do a good thing. That's so, BS, man. That's he's, BS. He's getting away with it, but he's not going to get money for those gloves because if he tries to sell them, he's going to get he's going to get caught. Absolutely. Loser, Absolutely. winner of the week. I like that. I like, and I like what you started. I like what you started. Hell yeah, Walsh. I love it. Um, I got a quick random thought for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I, I just want to start by asking you guys a quick question. Mm. Do you guys want to make a six-figure salary? If you like a to pyramid make scheme, I will hang up on you. No, I can tell you how. I can get. I can tell you how to make six figures right now. Okay, do it. Go be a manager at Taco Bell. Did you see oh. this? No. Uh uh-uh. uh Taco Bell. Taco Bell was trending yesterday on Twitter. So I had to look into this. And I was like, Taco Bell, what the heck's going on? Taco Bell is having such bad labor, like like labor shortages, and they can't hang on to employees, that now they're experimenting, uh, I think, starting off on the East Coast, and then like working into the, like, the Midwest, and then it's gonna, if it works, it's going to continue on to the West Coast. But they're going to start paying their just their store managers six figures, 100 thousand dollars to manage a freaking taco bell dude are you kidding me a hundred thousand dollars to run a taco bell how hard is that dude not hard no Uh, and you get all the food coupons and stuff like that whoa that's a lot yeah that's a, uh, that's a, that's that's not a that's not like a job shortage. That's a job crisis. If you ever need to pay managers like that much, it's really bad. It's there's really a ta- bad. There's a Taco Bell out this way, out by my work, and they got it painted on the window. They're hiring, starting at thirteen an hour. Get on it. If you can hey. work your way up to manager, Bales. Holy no. hell! No, 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 no. I. Uh, but I'm like, dude, that is not yeah. a bad job at all. Like sometimes people scoff at like where people work, you know. But yeah. that's a that's a hell of a living. Like I would, I would, you know, if I didn't have a job right now, like, and I was in, if interested in fast food, dude, I would totally, I would totally go for these jobs. Yeah. I, Absolutely, man. Like, do you guys think you do? You, what would be the best and the worst things? About managing a Taco Bell. Customer service. The best or the worst? The worst. <laughs> I don't having, care to deal, having to deal with the late night cabin boys. <laughs> I, oh, oh I, yeah. When, when there's some idiot coming in spending $19 on Taco Bell. <laughs> and he's asking for extra this and none of that. Yeah. Like, Isn't yeah. sure exactly where he is. I would hate my life if I were that guy. And have I been that guy before? Absolutely. The thing is, nineteen dollars at Taco Bell will get you four bags of food. <laughs> oh, it just flat out will. We can ask at real Nate Kramer. He can confirm. Oh, <laughs> those damn! Rece- those receipts were feet long, bro. Get him like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I, like I was that. just I was just amazed that it 
Taco Bell is having such bad, like a, like you said, a crisis with their uh, workforce that they're yeah. now uh, uh, playing with uh, giving managers a hundred thousand dollars. So that's not yeah. it's not hypothetical. They're starting to do that very soon. The, wow, the, the story just broke this week. Well, great random thoughts, boys, all over the map, which is the perfect way to do it. Very diverse topics. Um, but that's random thoughts. Now we're going to move on to trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy! Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? <laughs> this is trivia where we bring you... Trivia questions. Last week on the BMP podcast, our trivia question read like this. Which NFL teams have the most postseason wins and least postseason wins? One more time. Which NFL teams have the most preseason wins and the least postseason wins? Answer. Most postseason wins. I hope you guys got this. The Patriots with 37. And the NFL... And the NFL franchise with least amount of postseason wins. Tricky. I was talking to Al Walsh Disney about this. This was a very good trivia question. It's the Texans with three. Yeah, because what they they came on about what oh four oh three. Uh, I think this is their nineteenth year of existence. So oh one. But it's not like I. Like I would have gone with the. I was thinking the Jags. Yeah, we got so we got answers for most as like Cowboys, Steelers, because people aren't sure yet. You know if the Patriots have passed those guys yet, but they have. And then uh, the Texans is one like when you hear it, you go, "Oh, of course," but mm-hmm. but you don't automatically guess it unless right. you did. Maybe you did. Um, let us know if you're that smart. Now do this week's bails. Oh, this week, baby. Oh, I was fixing my phone. Sorry. Uh, this week's trivia question brought to you by. All right. There are two MVPs named for the college football playoff championship game, offensive and defensive. Name both MVPs for the first college football championship. You will find out next week on episode 98 of the Bold Nonsense podcast. But in the meantime, Walsh? No, I just can't believe we're 98. We're so close to 100. Oh, so close. Oh. There's going to be a common thing. In 100, there'll be news. And in 97, there's news. In 98, hey, there'll be news. The 100th year of the NFL, the 100th episode of the BNP. Yeah, I'll have news. And Love it. we got news to tell you. So let's do it. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last time? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Starting off in the NFL, we're just going to talk some uh, some job openings. Let's review that. There were five of them this year, almost seven. Uh, the Jags and somebody else decided to keep their their coach. Um, but we have five job openings. Four of them are filled. 
And the fifth one is the Browns. Uh, let's, let's, start, let's start with Cowboys. They've hired Mike McCarthy as their head coach, former Green Bay Packer. And he has he has set up a, a an assistant staff with some veteran coaches, some veteran coordinators. Um, what do you guys think? Mike McCarthy, Cowboys head coach. So two two thumbs up. I think Agreed. I think Dak takes a big a big step forward uh, under the uh, under the guidance of Mike McCarthy, and I think that's exactly what uh, the Dallas Cowboys need. They have so many weapons, and if they're going to pay Dak, Dak needs to earn that money. Um, once they pay Dak, they're not going to have enough capital to sprinkle the dollars anywhere else. They're locked into the team. They're not going to have any more money to pay anybody else so that's the team you're you're stuck with mike mccarthy's going to develop be able to develop dak prescott um the way that the organization uh, likes yeah. uh i had no idea jerry jones was a fan of mike mccarthy i uh quite frankly i'm uh, uh i was a little shocked when i heard uh, um uh it's exciting obviously for the uh cowboys organization it's exciting for the city of dallas it's exciting for uh, uh, the United States of America, all these Cowboys fans across the country. Uh, but I just want to know what, what went down during this overnight stay that supposedly occurred at the Jones establishment with Mike. I want to know what was what was fed to him, what was given to him cocktail-wise, narcotics, I want to know all of it. I want to know everything. I know I, it wasn't just a little. He got to stay overnight. So something must have gone down. I want to know the true story. You're never going to. Jerry's going to have those tapes burned. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a 30 for 30 documentary in like 40 years. <laughs> Uh, I also the sleepover. I the sleepover. What if I told you <laughs> <laughs> during the sleepover there was no sleep. Um, I, I like this hire as well. I think Mike McCarthy kind of got a bad rap coming out of last year with the Packers thing, um, and he doesn't get enough credit for making Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers, um, the guy we know today. Um, so I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. It'll at least be interesting, which is always fun for us. This is kind of an old hiring, but the Redskins—they've got Ron Rivera as their head coach. He's already done a bunch of changing, um, and he hired Scott Turner, Norv Turner's son, as their offensive coordinator. Uh, we can go pretty quickly since this is old one. Just good. Yeah. No. Uh, Ron Rivera is kind of boring to me. Uh, exciting to see Jack Del Rio be his defensive coordinator in Washington. That should be a big-time hire for him. Hopefully they get uh, a nice little free agent name over the summer. Hopefully he makes something happen with that. Walsh, I'll let you go. As a culture nerd, I'm just excited next year to see if this does anything to the organization overall. If it starts to you know follow a concrete path, um, that is positive. I don't know, that's it for me. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not expecting too much, but like you said, um, there's no, there's nowhere to go but up for this organization, and I think it's a step in the right place. 
Yep. How about Giants and Joe Judge? There's two judges in New York now. Dun, 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 dun. Hey. Dun, dun. <laughs> Mike, you got anything to say about the uh, certain a certain police squad in New York? <laughs> Not tonight. Oh, we don't get it. Okay. Not tonight. Okay. The, okay. <laughs> That's what made me think of having him do it again. <laughs> okay. I'll have to come up with something. I'll okay. have to come up with something. Okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. I, 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 when I first heard of it, I think I was like most people and was like, what? Um, but then listening in, hearing about Joe Judge in his background and the recommendations from Saban and Belichick and all the stuff that they put on him, I don't think you, I don't think you, it's that bad of a hire. Listen, I, the, the computer guys, as Gettleman like Dave Gettleman likes to say, um, are going to not like his press conference and how he was like, we need to be physical, we need to match the tone of the city. They're not going to like that because they don't like anything that does isn't about, uh, I don't know, Microsoft Excel. But it's a good interview. Like, you got, you need to match what your fan base is to have success in pro sports. And I think he's ready to do that. It's, I'm going to just jump right off of jump on to what you were saying. Uh, just because the name isn't sexy doesn't mean it's not a great hire. You know, all, all people start as a no name coordinator, no name coach, whatever. Uh, and this, this could be the next, um, you know, significant coach, not saying that he is not saying that he won't be, but again, all the accolades that have been <clears throat> and the head nods that he's received from other significant coaches, I think it's a I think it's a, a smart hire, and I I hope that he he does uh, work there uh, in New York. All right, we get a thumbs up from Bales. That means uh, let's talk about Rule in the Panthers. Ooh, here we go. This is where I get excited. Okay, how about a, you're excited about this seven-year, $62 million with incent, incentives up to $70 million, which is $10 million a year? I'm excited because he told those student-athletes at Baylor University, <laughs> peace out. <laughs> Big Baylor Bales. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do. With Christian McCaffrey. Because Baylor's more of an air attack. They like to throw the ball. So what I've heard is that he he doesn't have a system. Like Matt Rule, he gets there and then he sees what he's got and then he decides. Like he doesn't, he's not one of those guys. He's not uh, uh, the Cardinals guy who comes in and he's like, hey, I run the air raid. He gets there. He's oh we got Christian McCaffrey. This is what we're gonna do. That's how. We, that's oh. what I've heard. Oh, we got DJ Moore. Oh, we got Curtis Samuel. Oh, we got a bum ass Greg Olson. <laughs> <laughs> we're running eight reverses a game. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. The 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 uh, that division that division is pretty boring. If you if you think about it, definitely can be yeah. It's forgotten it can be about. Very boring because it's like all New Orleans and the rest of them just stink. 
Yeah. If this works out, this could make it fun and stir in the pot. If especially, I s- especially with the second year of the Arians-Winston combination. When I bring up their new owner, Tepper, who do you guys envision? I'm assuming you don't see, like, you don't know what he looks like. If I tell you he's, like, a finance guy, he's energetic, he's super smart into analytics, there's somebody very clear that is in my head. Paul Allen. Mine was the Clippers' new owner. Ballmer. Oh, okay. I was thinking, I hadn't seen him, and I was like, oh, this guy, he's going to look just like Balmer. He's going to be super, super out there, like screaming all the time. And then I saw him, was like, okay, he doesn't look like that, but, you know, he's still that kind of guy. Yeah. I'm just excited for the Panthers. My favorite thing about Matt Rule is that he was like, screw you guys. I'm going on vacation with my family. I'll see you in a week. <laughs> you want me, I get to dictate the terms. Yeah, that's ballsy. That's- that's I crazy. love it, man. I love it. Good for him. He probably yeah. does. He probably does deserve a vacation. I'd say so. Absolutely, After fastest days. turnaround in college football history, from one and eleven two years ago to eleven and one this year. Bro, he he didn't even just like change the. He didn't just build the program. Like it was it was a Penn State situation, man. It was like, one of the most appalling things that you can think of. Appalling jobs, appalling schools, like you know, it's Baylor University. I don't know anything about, but it's a good university. But there was, it was such, it was so stained, and he was able to create something out of it. And just like Mike Leach did with Washington State, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, um, he built it into into a good job, you know, an yeah. attractive job. Yeah, yep. You can't you can't sell Waco, Texas. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, yep. The Browns have. No coach as as of now. They are they are interviewing a whole bunch of different people. Ah. Um, we might hear something soon. I hope we see Josh McDaniels with a Cleveland Browns visor. I hope a brown visor is on the top of his head. Nah, he can't do that. He will do that. Why go fail somewhere? Just go back to the Patriots. They're going to fail. They're failing. Dude, they failed one season. It starts with one. How many, team, how many teams would like to be in the first round of the playoffs? Mm. I can name oh. one for sure. All of them except for the Patriots because they want to be in the Super Bowl. They're the only one in the league that doesn't care that they made the playoffs and won their division. Josh wants to, Joshy Boy wants to call the shots now. Couple years and he will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Wade Phillips is not going to be not going back to the Rams. The Rams are interesting, man. Wade Phillips is gone. John Fossil, their special teams coordinator, he's going to the Cowboys. They're losing a lot of coaches. It's gonna they're gonna be interesting to see next year. Um, I would like to see maybe the Giants bring in Wade Phillips, new head coach, kind of same role as he was, was with the Rams. Or Mike McCarthy gives him a quick call and sends him to Dallas so he can go back. I think they, I think Mike McCarthy already has a, de- a defensive coordinator. 
Because I think his routing number and account number are very familiar to Jerry Jones. It's somewhere in the archives there. So I think a lot of people are pretty familiar with the routing number and uh, bank account with Jerry Jones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NBA. Let's move on to the NBA. We good? Yes. Okay. Blake Griffin had knee surgery. He's out indefinitely. Yeah. What yeah, he's, these guys getting old quick, man. He's just hanging on, man. Like, yep. The, yeah. Thank God we got Zion coming back. God. New yeah, Blake Griffin. Do. New Blake Griffin. Um, Embiid, Joel Embiid had surgery to fix a torn ligament in his hand, and he will be he will be reevaluated in a couple weeks. Was that you saw the the finger? It was gross, man. It was gross. And didn't that seem like, like a, anything happened. That was a I don't know if he caught an elbow to it or what. I don't know. He maybe a jersey. Oh, it seemed innocuous, that, but then he just comes out his fingers out of place. That was a booger McFarland hand. <laughs> Total bug hand. Don't say that guy's name in near me, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, that's really all we got. A couple of injuries. Let's move on. College football. Oregon State. How about some Beaver news? Oh, as you. Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! All right, come on, man. You guys don't know about the hip, hip, hooray? I don't. Walsh, do you? Hip, hip, hooray! Oh, when hey. Mike Riley was their coach there, whenever they got a win, he'd have his little speech and he'd have his players go, hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip. How, how little league of that is Mike <laughs> Riley? Hey, it's That's not Riley's always, no it, That will always carry on in Beaver football. Then they went and That's had orange that, slices and a Capri Sun. <laughs> Literally. They, yeah. yeah. No, no shit. Uh, okay, well, it, yeah, as, as Smooth says, it's not Mike Riley's anymore because Oregon State has extended Jonathan Smith through 2025. Uh, he was making just under $2 million a year. That was on his last contract that had him going to like 2022. Now he's extended. Maybe he'll be making more. They're definitely uh, getting better with him. He he's he is the savior for Oregon State. Uh, I he fits. He wants to be there. The guys buy into the culture, uh, and he he can lead an offense. Now it's just like, can he put together a defense? But like he he's a talented offensive minded coach, and it's I I'm liking what I'm seeing as. A semi-Oregon State fan. Oh, God. Oh, God. Bales disagrees. Save with your chest. Um, I'll, I'll, have to get a, I'll have to get a note from the guru about this. Uh, I want to know what the guru has to say. Big beaver believer. Uh, uh, I, I didn't know about this till literally as you read... Uh, the news uh, note to our nonsense community. Um, yeah, I think Beaver. I think Beaver football just needs to be canceled. We're coming back. Wow, that's. I think brutal. it needs to be canceled, kind of like uh, Oregon State track and field. They just start cutting sports. <laughs> Title nine, man. Yeah, that's no see, you're brutal, man. I mean, because he lives in Arizona now. No, it's not that. All right, it's not that. Okay, well, hey, let's get to let's get to let's get to the thing. 
Who doesn't love talking Mike Leach? Ooh. He is Ooh. leaving Washington State for Mississippi State. Back to the SEC. It's going to be incredible. I don't like the move. Why? Isn't this his first time in the SEC? Houston's not an SEC team. He was at Texas Texas, Tech. Which is not an SEC team. He was at... That's it? Houston? Was he at Tennessee? Oh, he almost had the Tennessee job, and then he didn't get it. Yeah. I I don't know. I just like... The toys are much more fun down there. You're going to have a frutal... Frutal? A fertile recruiting ground. You're bank is going to explode you know you're going to have the facilities plus you don't have to be in the gd snow for six months out of the year so all yeah. that stuff's great but how frustrating is it going to be to every year play alabama play lsu uh you could you know i think every other year you know play georgia or or florida you know so it's just like it's it you he's gonna be he's going to be at best like the sixth uh, fifth or sixth most significant recruiter in not only in his conference but in his division in his conference. Like he's gonna be at the the bottom of the barrel. Like yeah. So you know where all, all the toys are, are are great. I think life's gonna be hell. I don't I don't like the move. You know I think he could have probably held out for a better position later. Yeah. No. I, I get. I definitely get where you're coming from. It just seemed like he wanted to get to the SEC. Like, that's all, always where he's wanted to be, and he got the opportunity, so he jumped at it. I don't, I'm not exactly sure why, um, with all the work he had done at Washington State, but, I mean, there you go. I, it's still going to be great theater for the rest of us. Oh, yeah. I just want to say this. Fun fact. Uh, Washington State's stadium capacity is 32,900. Okay. Yeah. Mississippi State's is right under 62,000. <laughs> oh, that's that the SEC. Huge, that is going to be a huge change of scenery for a guy who's been Mr. Small Town Pullman Washington. Yeah. Um and the Palouse. This is going to be great, man. He's going to love it. Him and Lane Kiffin in the same state. Oh, I saw today somebody, it was Paul Feinbaum, no ads. He yeah. put up a thing that was like, who's going to be better in uh, like four, three or four years, uh, Kiffin or Leach? And Lane Kiffin got back at Paul, F- at, like tweeted at it and was like, Leach! <laughs> With like four <laughs> exclamation points. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun to watch these two. And they're going to play each other. Yeah, in a rivalry game. Yeah. Fireworks. Absolute fireworks. Something's going to happen, man. Something, something weird is going to happen. Yeah. They're like good friends. It's a couple of, of weirdos. Of, of course they are. Yeah, it, it'll be are. fun. It'll be fun either way, although I do, I will miss him at Washington State. Yeah, I think a lot of people will. Yeah, uh, that was that was their saving grace up there in Pullman. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Okay, that's the news that we've got for you. Let's move on. You guys want to hit recess? Let's do it. You, you bet. Let's All do right. it. Recess. <laughs> 
If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Recess this week is uh, something new but not significant. We call it table talk. This is where we find something that's an interesting discussion and we talk about it. So here is the scenario. Score is tied with six seconds to go with no timeouts remaining. Who takes the final shot? Here are your options. LeBron, Dame Dalla, Russell Westbrook, KD, Kyrie, James Harden. So my first thing is out of those six, who do you guys choose? None. Clay Thompson. <laughs> oh, show. Okay, so you skipped number one. You went right to question two, which is, is there anybody else you would put in there? You, do you put Clay Thompson in there? I literally am skipping. I, and I love all these guys. I really do. Uh... Uh, you can't go against Clay whatsoever. I'm telling you that right Except now. Except he's got a torn ACL. Greatest shooter in NBA history. Oh, he's not the behind greatest shooter Reggie, on his team. Behind Reggie yeah. Miller. Behind Reggie Miller. Gross. Uh, I'm going to steer this steer this train back to the correct answer, and that's James Harden. Um, just because I think he's an elite shooter, but it's it, the NBA has been conditioned to give him the foul call. So not only... Not only does he have a high percentage to hit that bucket or whatnot, but he sells the fouls so GD well that even if he doesn't miss it, he's going to the line and has two has two chances to sink one bucket uh, to win the game. That answer is the reason I drink. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. That's, you, that's who I would put. You disloyal... <laughs> SOBs. The answer is Dame Dalla. How many times oh. he got a he got to end a series with a game winner for you guys to choose the right answer? Dame Dalla, check my blue collar. I mean, absolutely. He, says it in a rap. he can do it. He can do it off the dribble. He can do it off the catch. Anything you want. Wave bye bye. Answers Dame. Game. Who would be yes. number two then, Walsh? Who would be number two? Don't LeBron. say Kyrie because you're a Duke fan. No, no, Kyrie was there for like 15 minutes. LeBron. Wow. He's the second best player ever. James Harden isn't in the top 15. I don't think he's got the, I don't think LeBron, I put LeBron probably three. Wow. I go KD or or Russ second. Probably KD second. I'd probably say KD. KD is a follower, not a leader. No. I don't care about a follower or a leader. I care about a shot going in the, in the, Bucket. Who's yeah. your dead last out of this group? Russ. I'd say Russ also. I'd say Kyrie. Oh, really? Yeah. Russ I'd can't say shoot. I'd say Kyrie fifth, Braun fourth, Harden third. Mm. Katie and Dame. Mm. I would Probably go. I would go. Russ, Katie, Harden, Kyrie, LeBron, Dame. Backwards. What? Like you went six from to one. six to one. Yes, I went six okay. to one. Okay. Well, All what right. a hell of a recess. I like it. Quick table talk. Let's go around the table. Let us know your opinion, and uh, we're out. Now we go to NFL playoffs. 
I'm freaking pumped. I've been drinking green tea all goddamn day. NFL playoffs. Let's talk about it. Wild card weekend review. Starting in the AFC day one, the Texans beat the Bills 19 to 22. Any takeaways from the game? That was a fun game to watch from the fourth quarter with like nine minutes left until through overtime. Fantastic game to watch. The Texans didn't win. The Bills lost that game. Yes. I will second that. Dude, that that is a great takeaway. I had not thought of it like that. But that is a great takeaway because it's very, very true. And to, to just throw this out there, Smooth and I, our picks, wow. Trash. Smooth, you were one for four. I was (laughs) 0 for four. And I felt good about our picks, too. I felt really good. Felt good about the day. That's wild card weekend, man. Um, Wild card for a reason. Wild card just like Bales. Um, The wild card of the group. You bet. All right, the second game, Titans 20 at Patriots 13. Bales, what was your takeaway? Foxborough got shut down. And it was so cool to see Derrick Henry, big Derrick Henry guy over here. You have always been a Derrick Henry guy. Raise the roof for the rushing champ of the National Football League. Uh, Super pumped that he went off on one of the greatest franchises in NFL history. Absolutely. I love Mike Vrabel. I do too. He's I'm, awesome. I think he might he's going to be the most successful coach that is connected to Bill Belichick. I think he's got the the passion and I think he's really smart. I think so too. He pulled didn't he pull that uh, double penalty thing that yep. the uh, he Belichick Belichick. Belichick, he he beat the beat. Yeah, because God knows it's not going to be Adam Gase Belichicking Belichick. No, not not whatsoever. That guy's Absolutely a freak. Uh, okay, yeah, that was a good game. Titans move on. Let's go to the NFC side. The biggest upset of the week: Vikings twenty six over the at home Saints twenty in overtime. In overtime, great catch by Kyle Rudolph, big Notre Dame guy. I know Walt Disney's excited. Um, uh, huge win in the Bayou. I'm really glad the Saints lost. Uh, that just that just opens the door for San Francisco to make something happen. Uh, I mean, obviously, whoever they play in the NFC title game, that's what I'm getting to. I already know tomorrow morning when they play the Vikings, it's going to be a uh, a running train fest. So. <laughs> It's not going to be pretty. It's it's really not. So, yeah. uh, good luck to San Francisco. That's all I'm saying at this rate. It, my takeaway from that game, from from that from that game, the Vikings Saints game was honestly, the Saints played with the arrogance of their head coach. Uh, to me, it seemed like it like Peyton went in there and told the locker room not to worry about it because they were going to win. That's how the Saints played. That's how I think Sean Peyton kind of is. Like he's an arrogant guy, and that's how the Saints were. Yeah, I don't understand. Plenty of head coaches get way more receive way more heat for their playoff blunders. And for some reason, Sean Payton doesn't get that same heat. And he just continually 
just does not show up in the playoffs. You know, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Why oh no, I get you. I get why you. he doesn't get the same heat. There were there weren't even like there was no adjustments he made. They just kind of like kept doing it. I don't know. Weird game. Last game from the wild card round, Seahawks 17, Eagles 9. Uh, this just in, the league is not going to find um, Jadavian Clowney for the hit on Wentz. And so this is, this is, so it may have been a dirty hit, but it wasn't intentionally dirty. I don't, if that makes sense. You know, it may, it may have, it may have came, it may have. Look bad in replay. Yeah, but I don't think it was intentionally meant to be dirty, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. That's what you see. That's what you saw. I, I was surprised that nothing came of it and that he's not being fined, but that game lost all intrigue after Wentz went out. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, props to, to McCown, but that game was over in the. What was it, like a couple minutes into the first quarter? Yeah. It's fine. Nine minutes in or something like that. Game was pretty boring, not going to lie. Yeah, especially with no wins. No wins really did make it boring. And yeah. uh, most boring game of the weekend, but we'll get into it. I think the Seahawks are playing in the most intriguing game of the weekend. We'll get there when we get there. Let's go. Let's go there right right now. Not to that specific game, but to this week, the divisional round of the playoffs. Let's start on Saturday. We'll just go in chronological order here. The first game Saturday is an NFC game, one thirty-five p.m. Vikings at 49ers. Couple headlines to this one: Thielen questionable with stitches in his ankle. 49ers get back four big-time players. Jaquiski Tart, D. Ford, guard Mike Person, and Quan Alexander, which makes them the Niners are the healthiest they've been since Week Three. Pretty good Quan, timing on their part. Quan Alexander, correct me if I'm wrong. He had that that torn pec, right? That was the torn pec like two or three weeks ago. Yes. That JJ yes. Watt, like yeah. tore his pec. Yeah. Uh, I think he actually did it the day after JJ Watt did his. Oh, oh, was it the day after? Okay. Yes. Um, it's crazy. I mean, Quan Alexander, I think, out of all of those guys, is the biggest uh, uh, impact impact player that's coming back. Yeah, yeah, he's an animal. Absolutely. Jaquiski Tart is big for him, and D Ford on the other side of of Nick Bosa. Absolutely. Yeah. The, Absolutely. This is the interesting. I thought about this. Thought interesting thing. I thought about this game. You think about the way the Vikings like to play their offense. It's all about that stretch run game and then and then Kirk Cousins coming on the boot out of it. The Niners have faced that stretch run play action boot scheme a lot of times this season. Um, and the Saints never had. You think back to the Niners. Remember the Niners-Rams game after the Rams started to come on late in the season? They were actually uh, with the Niners in that first half. That that boot action killed the Niners in the first half. They fixed it in the second half. The next, the and then the, what week sixteen was it that the Seahawks and Niners played for the division, or was that seventeen? Sixteen. Mm. No, remember now. No, it was the last. It was seventeen, right? Uh, we'll just say seventeen. It was the last week, anyway. Yeah. The Seahawks tried to do it to them too. They had to get. They tried to get Russell Wilson out on the boot action, and it didn't work. 
So they've seen it a bunch of times. They're used to it, and the Vikings are going to try and do that to them again. And that's why, at least for me, I'm taking the, the Niners in an easy one, although I said that last week, um, <laughs> because they've seen their offense a bunch of times. I'm taking the Niners. Uh, this is going to be a uh, slaughter fest. Let me just put it in the perfect word. Slaughter fest. Slaughter. Uh, I don't need to say it any other than that. I am looking forward to a 49ers versus question mark uh, team in the NFC title game. Smooth. Give, me the Niners, give me the Niners by nine. Niners by nine. How uh I don't know. Beautiful? I don't know. I don't know the word. Rolled off the tongue. <laughs> Rolled Niners. off the tongue. Just quick note, Niners minus seven. Whoa, hey, hey, hey. Save it for PTO. Oh. Uh, the AFC huh. game on Saturday, 5.15 p.m., Titans at Ravens. Ooh. Here we go. I. Mm. What do you guys is think, there, man? Is there, is there any discussion? Even if, even if, uh, even if Mark Ingram isn't, um, you know, one hundred percent or can't go, they still the Ravens still have an incredible running offense. Lamar Jackson, nothing to be said there. He's a freak, uh, and the Texans, you know, beat up or slid past a uh, an aging uh, New England team. You know, congratulations, succeed. You made it to the next round, but you shouldn't be here. Ravens, easy money. Whoa! <laughs> Just discounting the Titans. Breathing fire. What about the rushing leader? Bales, nah. what do you have to say? He doesn't even care about about Derrick Henry. I mean... Do you? Derrick's going to have a great game. <laughs> but Lamar Jackson has absolutely shocked the world. And I am getting behind this Ravens bandwagon on smooth shoulders. I got one shoulder for Bales, one for Walsh. They haven't lost since week five. Let's just put it out there. Yeah. They have not lost since week five. And they lost to a Cleveland team, which was a fluke. Absolutely. And before that, they lost to a Kansas City team by less than a touchdown. So, all I got... (laughs) Oh, man. Um, so you take the Ravens? Yeah, I'm going to take the minus 10 on the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> Degenerate. 100%. Degenerate. I love what you said. You said Lamar Jackson has taken the league by storm, and that led me to my overall thought on this NFL season. It's the year of the run game. They have caught defenses off guard without run game, without defensive run game personnel. So you think about it, most of the league plays nickel defense, which is five defensive backs. So they're without a linebacker like 75% of the time. The Ravens come in, they're like, you can't do that with us. And like the old Bill Walsh, Joe Montana Niners did before there was free agency, they changed the game and teams couldn't react defensively because they didn't have enough they didn't have the defensive personnel to do it to guard the all the receivers in the passing game that the Niners had that's what the Ravens are doing this year I think that I think it's big I'm I've flipped flipped somebody help me out flipped flopped back and forth a bunch of times 
I'm gonna go bold. I'll take the Titans. Let's make this yeah, thing interesting. Yeah, that's a throwaway pick. Let's make this. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> He's that's taking rude. the plus ten like a loser. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I was never a gambler. <laughs> Dang. Let's have some fun, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get crushed for not taking gonna, the Ravens. You're gonna go 0-4 at this rate. I just did. So it's like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on. If the Ravens win, people are gonna make fun of me. You never oh, like yeah. Lamar Jackson. Well, Probably. I think, gonna have to write. I, think he, I think he's fun, but you're gonna have to write an article about it. Yeah. There you go. Hey, oh. go. If you're listening to this, go read my articles because plug. Yeah, they're fun. Plug it. Plug it. Yeah, it's oh. a bad plug, but yeah, go read it. It's on uh, Medium.com. Look, uh, search my name, Connor Walsh. No ads, but but kinda. Mm. All right, okay. let's move on. I don't want to do this. Let's go to Sunday. Let's go to Sunday. Do it later. Do it what? later. All right, I will. I will. Uh, let's go to Sunday, AFC, 12.05 p.m. Texans at Chiefs. Quick for me, I'm taking the Chiefs. I think Patrick Mahomes has become underrated somehow. I think they're going to smack. The Chiefs' defense is way better than what they were earlier in the season. Uh, and it's not just like a one-trick pony show. It's just, it's just not like an offensive juggernaut anymore. It's a more balanced team where the offense is still firing on all cylinders with the run game and the passing game. And you have, a, not to mention, a mobile quarterback. That defense is looking a lot better than it did earlier in the season where the Texans, I still think, are an S-show. Um, you know, you have one, basically one receiver in Deshaun, uh, sorry, in uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and hopefully Deshaun Watson can get him the ball. Uh, it was looking pretty scary last week, you know, when uh, he, I think they completed one pass to DeAndre Hopkins in the first half or something like that. Um, but uh, I think I, this is going to be another big win. Uh, not a close game, but give me the Chiefs. It's not even an AFC West hatred thing. I work with a guy named Ted from right outside of Kansas City. Huge Chiefs fan. And just about every day, I get a new Chiefs statistic that he <laughs> likes to rub in my face. Little Ted uh, talk. Uh, he likes to throw out the 27-3, and three, which is the record of Patrick Mahomes, which I'm sick of hearing. So, I'm going against Ted. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Texans... <laughs> I don't even know the spread. Texans plus whatever. I'm not even going to say lock it in because that's that's someone else's uh, bold statement. Screw uh, you, Ted. I'm taking the Texans upsetting an arrowhead because I want him to shut the hell up about this. Strictly because Ted can shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't make it personal or anything. Chiefs minus nine and a half. Oh, I'm taking the plus nine and a half. I'm going to buy another point just to be safe, too. <laughs> so you're taking the ten just like me. <sighs> taking the ten and a half with the Texans. But the Texans are a better team than the Titans. Uh, I don't know about that. No, that's why they're plus nine and a half. <laughs> they depend on, they're they're two-person dependent. <sighs> okay. All right, last game, last game. NFC, 3.40 p.m., Seahawks at Packers. Game of the week. What do you guys got? Game of the week on Fox. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman reporting live from Lambeau. I'm excited for the commentary. I'm excited for the game. 
Both teams have deserved to be here. I hate to see one of them lose. Um, this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Pick a winner. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah. Oh, get, get back to me. I'll get you back in a second. All right. I'm going, I'm going Seahawks. Just there's, It's inexplicable what Russell Wilson does. But talk about like personnel dependent. The Seahawks are so dependent on Russell Wilson. Um, uh, DK Metcalf is showing flashes of greatness as a rookie, but they just don't have a run game. So all all signs point to the Seahawks not being able to pull this off on the road. But Russell Wilson's road record is so nice, and it just you can't explain the. I'm just going to say it kind of fruity, but the magic that that Russell Wilson brings. To to playoff football, especially on the road, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Seahawks in this one. Um, my gut says no, but I'm just gonna pick them because I I, I want to see some magic happen. All right, I'm gonna rock. Uh, I'm gonna rock the the green and yellow for this one. Smith brothers coming off the edge. I think we'll do a pretty good job against that offensive line. There's the Packers secondary is pretty good against those receivers. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers hates Russell Wilson and he's a very vin, vin, vindictive person. So I think he's going to try and stick it to him. Uh, I'm going to go with the Packers and you know, I'm gonna roll with them. I've been I've been accused of being a Packers hater, but I'm gonna rock with them this week. Yeah, I just yeah. looked at I, I just looked at it. I'm gonna take the Packers minus four and a half. So that's that's a given. That's a given at home. They've been winning since week twelve. I I, I got nothing against Green Bay. Okay. Um Smooth, you're all alone on that one. So we're at least all alone on one of them. Smooth, yeah. you're all alone on Seahawks Packers taking the Seahawks. Bills, you're all alone taking the Texans over the Chiefs, and I'm all alone taking the Titans over the Ravens. And then we all agree <laughs> on the Niners. Yes. This is going to be interesting. I'm excited to see how these results turn out. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one of the best weekends in sports. Divisional round playoffs. This is going to be a whole bunch of fun. One of the best segments in sports is PTO's picks, which is what we hit right now. La, 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 wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. This is PTO's picks, where I make the picks, and actually this week, 
We're going to make the picks, and you continue to make that money. You just heard our NFL divisional round picks, so I thought I'd steer my pick in a different direction this week. Lucky us, we have divisional round football on Saturday and Sunday, and we don't have to go back into Monday feeling all gloomy because we don't have any sports. Because guess what? The NCAA National Championship is on Monday. Um, LSU, I'm going to just... I'm just going to pop it off here real quick, give my pick, and then let my other two colleagues make their pick as well against the spread and, and talk a little bit about that. LSU, obviously, versus Clemson. Uh, where is it? Where Where is the national championship being played? Miami. Uh, yes, no, Super not Bowl. Miami. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans, okay. In, so the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. In Louisiana. Uh, LSU, minus five and a half versus Clemson. I'm taking LSU. Big balls, Burrow is going to take the Tigers to a national championship uh, right before he gets drafted first overall by the Miami Dolphins. Sorry, the uh, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Um, since he has the first pick, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think LSU can clear this five and a half easy. Nah, I, no, it's not going to be easy. But they'll, they'll clear the five and a half. Walsh Disney, give me LSU. Minus five and a half against the Clemson Tigers. Bills. I uh, I got a ride with Coach O down in the Bayou. Um, five and a half, lock it in, baby. In the Bayou, literally, it's a home game. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like what, clean what, sweep. What <laughs> idiot would bet plus five and a half on Clemson? Not me. <laughs> Now everybody wants to think Trevor Lawrence walks on water and Deeb. I don't. I don't think that uh, Dabo is going to have this team as hyped as they were last year. He's trying to play the underdog card. That's fine because Oklahoma tried to do the same thing and Joe Burrow worked them. It wasn't even close. It was. It was a destruction. Yeah, I know. Thanks. He, he Thanks set for records in. in the first half. Bales, I'm not sure if you knew that. He set oh, records in the first half. It was bad. It was this bad. Is, I don't. I don't the, think it's just. I don't think it's as bad in this game. But it, I think they cover five and a half. This is this clump. This, sorry, this LSU team is, if not already, uh, close to being one of the most efficient and prolific college football teams in the history of college football this is some this isn't just another like this isn't just another great uh college football team this team is a world beater yeah uh, this is something special and this is going to be a national championship that will be remembered it doesn't matter what joe burrow does in the nfl this is a great college football team joe burrow is a, having an all-time college football season uh, i think they keep it rolling uh, with this, I mean, Edward, Edwards Alaire is going to be health, more healthy. Their defense is going to be great. So, Edo just has has some magic rolling. Yeah. We're, all, we're all taking the five and a half. The public is actually betting on the LSU side as well. It's usually dangerous for a pro better, but, you know, whatever. For at Walsh Disney, for at St. Bales, for at Still Smooth, and the American public, Walsh Disney, give us the LSU Tigers minus five and a half. Lock it in. Good all around. I love that. And I love this show, episode 97 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Let's get out of here. 
find us on Twitter, bold underscore nonsense, or on Instagram, bold.nonsense, um, where we're going to have some, some great things for you coming up. Email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. Expect the show on Saturdays. That's when we get it to you. So hopefully you listen before the divisional round of the NFL playoffs start. Find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio. If you're finding us on on iTunes, excuse me, then subscribe if you'd like. But definitely rate and review to help spread the nonsense. Which we all want to do. Oh, we're 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 gonna spread it. Who doesn't we're throw out some nonsense every now and then? <laughs> we're we're going to spread it in three weeks. I hope I hope the world's ready. I don't think they are. Um, one last thing that we want to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, we would be remiss if we didn't promote Smooth. You've done this a couple of times, which is, is awesome of you. The Australia fires that are happening um, in, that, in that country, that continent, it's, just, it, it's terrible. I mean, I mean it's been – I'm – not, I'm not not man enough to admit that it's made me tear up a couple times seeing it, uh, see, hearing one, about it. It's one of the saddest things I've actually seen. Like, and it's not just it's 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 going to change that continent and that country for good forever. It, man. It's, it, forever. It's, it's it's not great. Five hundred million animals lost yeah. their lives. So that are far. you know unique to that co- that country as well. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna get an attachment. We're gonna you know maybe we'll put it in our bio something like that, uh, somewhere where you can donate. We're gonna we'll pool our stuff. We'll throw throw some money their way just to try and help. I mean we all gotta do do our part because who doesn't love Australia, man? Like yes, they have some terrifying things happening there, uh, spiders, alligators, things I don't like. But dude, Aussie people are the coolest. They are. They very much are. Uh, Crocodile Dundee, just an absolute icon. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Bogut, absolute icon. Uh, Patty Mills. I'm not, I'm not trying to make a joke out of this. Like I, I bet the country, uh, the athletes that we know and love and have watched for years, aka Patty Mills. Yes, like as Phil Smooth just said, um, fan favorites. Uh, Joe Ingles, like oh my goodness, like yeah. let's not forget the sharpshooter. Um, but anyway, yes, it is really sad what's going on over there. And uh, the Bold Nonsense podcast, uh, uh, we're going to stand behind the continent of Australia. So, uh, could not have said it some, better. Let's make something happen. Yeah. So if you if you guys have you know the the ability, we understand. Like we're a bunch we're a bunch of poor idiots who do this, and we know that some of you like our listeners are are poor as well most of the time. But if you've got the ability, the inclination to uh, help out, we will have that um, probably in our Instagram bio, right? Yeah, yeah we'll uh, figure it out. We'll right. have a link to put to put some some money towards those guys because um, that's pretty sad. Pretty sad. Very much. But uh, with with that, this is still great episode. We still had a bunch of fun doing it. You know, you got to. Find the sunshine where you can, and we have we find it every week doing doing this podcast. So uh, let's get out of here. Say bye to the people. All right, homies. It's uh, it's at St. Bales. Cheers from the desert. I am at still smooth. Much love. Spread the love. Thank you for listening. I'm at Walsh Disney. If you love it, love us. This is episode ninety seven. This is a bold nonsense podcast.
Have fun this weekend and stay senseless. Go Lamar Jackson. very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. It was 1230 in the morning. What are you doing? <laughs> Is that what you said, damn? <laughs> yes. You <laughs> looked at that text message I got up for work on Saturday. And this lady goes, what's that? 20 goddamn it bro you know what i was doing i knew it <laughs> i woke up couldn't go back to sleep i was on instagram i found the song i was trying to <laughs> like standing trying to find the playlist and then i had to send off the text <laughs> i was being in the dark god damn it oh.